The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, this is Note to Self, and I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. From Q&As and breakup tips to simply navigating every stage of life, Note to Self is a space to get messy, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Grab some wine or a mocktail, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Note to Self. I'm your host, Peyton Sarton. Thank you all so much for coming back this week to listen to the pod. Y'all, I was listening to last week's episode, and I, for a while, was pretty cognizant of how much I was saying um and like because I was editing my own podcast and then editing video and stuff. And when I stepped away from that for a little bit, I just got really, I guess I just forgot. And I listened back to that episode (laughs) to figure out like clips that I wanted to take. And I don't mind the word like as much as the word um, because there's so much time. And I guess it was a ask P episode. So I was kind of trying to think as I was going about the answers to things. But the word um, I mean, oh, my God, (laughs) there were so many ums in that episode. I wonder if any of you guys noticed or if it's just a thing, I guess. People like I will notice that more about myself than obviously someone else would. Um, and I guess we're always, oh, I just said it again. Oh my God. Uh, no, I almost said it again. <laughs> I guess we are just so much more on our own ass when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm going to attempt to not say it as much this episode. Know that I'm working on it. If you hear me say it, just cut me some slack, right? It's a lot of talking to sit here on a mic by myself for like an hour. It's ridiculous, to be honest. Anyway. Maybe uh, <laughs> uh is fine. <laughs> okay, we're going to attempt. We're going to attempt. I'm going to have to really think about this because usually I just like get on the mic and let it fly. And that's why the ums and the, uh, and the you know, hmms and the whatever are come out. But listening back was a little bit painful. I will be honest, but it's going to continue just not as much. Okay, I'm really trying. So let's do a life update before we hop into today's episode. Life update. All right, Scottsdale. I went to Scottsdale last week. It was really fun. I think that I will be, you know, if all things work out the way that I want to in my relationship, I will probably be spending some of the year in Scottsdale. So when I went, I had that in mind. Now, Scottsdale reminds me a lot of just like a Texas suburb, really. But like also with that little part of it that's like kind of Vegasy, like a little party mode, got a lot of golf happening, kind of feels like a forever summer going on very dry. But Scottsdale, they they love a strip mall in Scottsdale, or I guess not really a strip mall. It's like a, just those shopping centers, a lot of shopping centers. We did a lot of going to a nice chain restaurant and not like a normal chain, not like a Chili's chain that's everywhere. It's more like a chain that's just like on the West Coast kind of vibe, or maybe a chain that just exists in Scottsdale and, or like steakhouse and then going to a shopping center and just shopping, which I have a weird relationship right now with shopping as a sport. I'm not really feeling spending money lately. I was looking at my Christmas list and I really had to like come up with some random shit to put on there because I don't, I definitely don't need anything, but I don't want stuff and I don't really want to spend money on stuff, though I do find myself spending money on so much stuff all the time. It kind of makes me like a little bit nauseous how much everything costs money all the time. I don't really understand why we all agreed to this. I think we should just be like just hanging out on earth. I don't know why we should do all this extra stuff. But anyway, 
a lot of a lot of malls. So I've been trying to find where I would want to exist there should I move. I do like, you know, when I want to go out at night that there is a nightlife scene that you can kind of just like fall into. We call the middle of Scottsdale just the pit. It's just a pit of lights and like I guess they're clubs-ish, but are they bars or are they clubs? They're kind of outdoors. They have a bar feel, but then there's like a club component. And there's just like, you can fall into the pit and just stay there. It is weird. It has a Vegas effect. So I don't mind that. And I also don't mind a steakhouse or two. I want to be somewhere that's a little grittier than like a shopping center, like a brand new shopping center and a bunch of brand new homes. So if you guys have any tips for the Scottsdale slash Phoenix area, let me know. I know that it's great for taxes to live in Arizona and it's more inexpensive than living in Los Angeles or a big city like LA. I actually just saw the other day that San Diego is the most expensive city to live in in the US right now, which makes sense because I think that that's the best city in the entire United States. I was wondering why San Fran was the most expensive for a long time. I'm assuming like the tech world, but San Diego, that tracks because I freaking love San Diego. Oh my God, I want to live there so bad. (laughs) It's the best. It's warm. It's perfect. It's by the water. Oh my God. I'm obsessed with it. Anyway, back to Scottsdale. We did a lot of eating, shopping. We went out a couple nights. There are some bars there that I like. We went to Coach House. I always love going there. I think it's such a cute little bar. It reminds me of my college bars. I did do like a little day in my life or date night in my life in Scottsdale on TikTok. And that was definitely my favorite day. We went to a restaurant called Francine. I really liked it. It's like right across from a Nobu right there in like by Tokamadera and there's another place called like AZ88 I think another steakhouse and then there's Francine which I think is relatively new and it was so so good if you're in the area I highly recommend Francine I like their cocktails too and we went to coach house I had my little date with Joe and my best friend Kelsey we did not get the limo like we wanted to surprise Joe with very sad but we did go out and that was really fun And then the dogs got along well. Joe has a dog that he usually keeps during the off-season, Coda. She is like seven or eight years old. She's a husky mix. So her and Winnie got along really well. Coda definitely took on the big sister role. We got them groomed. They were so cute and fresh and clean. It It was awesome. I decided to drive there, actually, and it wasn't that bad. I mean, we did stop a little bit every couple hours for Winnie, but I noticed they have a JSX flight that goes to Scottsdale, and... I think I'm going to do that next time because you just basically, if it's a dog under 70 pounds, you can fly JSX with it. I do think for some locations, it's kind of expensive. Like I'm trying to look into flying home to Dallas, to Fort Worth really, but to Dallas, fly into Dallas with Winnie for the holidays. And it's not cheap, but it's an easy way to bring your dog without having to like have a certified service dog of of sorts. So if you're going to be staying on the West Coast, I think it's a really easy option. So I'm going to do that next time, I think. I just don't know what Winnie's going to act like on a plane. So I got a little bit nervous. So I just felt like driving. I could also control when I left and everything. It's just kind of easy. It was like five and a half hours. So also I have the worst allergies right now. So if you'll hear me sniffling over here, (laughs) that's what's going on. So Winnie update, not much to say on the Winnie front. She's cute as ever. She is my little best friend. She's very attached and I'm trying to work on her attachment situation. I think when she's, as she gets older, it's getting better. So I'm not super worried about it, but I do want her to be 
an independent dog, but not not too independent. Obviously, she's a puppy and you know, she's you want your dog to love you. But I want her to be able to like not follow me around the entire apartment all day, you know, just kind of chill on her own and stuff like that. But she's new. She's fresh. I've only had her for what, a month and a half now? Two months. I can't really remember. But she's definitely growing. She's gotten a lot bigger. I can definitely tell that she is a Malinois, which, by the way, when I found out she was a Malinois, I was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> because I have had a German Shepherd before and they're pretty they're working dogs. So they want a job. They're pretty high energy. Malinois are even more so. And I've just heard horror stories of Malinois like chewing up entire homes like they're so intense. But I think she's she's only like a quarter Malinois and then she's a quarter pit bull, which she's I can tell that for sure, too, because she's super snuggly and just like like water. Like she will just like fix herself into any way she needs to be to like lay on you. And she's super sweet and cuddly. And to me, like every pit bull I know, I guess contrary to popular belief, is super cuddly and just like loves their owner. They look like little seals. So I can tell that she's those two. But then again, she's 5% truly everything else. Anyway, so that's my winning update. She's uh, pooping and peeing. Just great. I'm sure you guys wanted to know that. We've been working on her potty training. She's killing it. I'm, I'm very proud of her. Another thing I wanted to update you guys on, I have found, I kind of want to toy around with doing like a favorites section in the beginning of every episode too, and just kind of tell you all my random favorites from like kind of how we do like the favorites episode where I talk about favorites from all the different categories, but this is just like a little mini favorites. So I have been working with a company. I've been working with Grey Goose. I'm pretty sure y'all might be familiar. And I'm obsessed with this ready to make cocktail that they have. And I've been bringing it to all my friends' houses because I hate to show up empty handed. And oftentimes I'll like order stuff over to a friend's house. If I'm going over to the, there to eat dinner or to a pregame or anything like that, I will like literally order off of Drizzly something to their home or like whatever app I have in the area. I use Drizzly a lot because it's good for like alcohol and stuff like that. I will order it over to their house. And lately I actually worked with Grey Goose for this product, but it's so convenient. So, you know, I love my martinis and they're so chic for the holidays, but they're really hard to perfect at home. That's why I was excited when Grey Goose came out with their classic martini cocktail, a bottled martini that comes ready to serve. So you just shake or stir and enjoy at home. I've been using this as my bartending hack when I have friends over for happy hours or for holiday gatherings. It's so easy to make and everyone can personalize it how they want with different garnishes. I personally like my martini a little dirty, so I add a little olive brine and garnish with an olive. It's the perfect way to create bartender quality martinis right at home. So you'll like, you literally just order this bottle and it just comes ready to go. You pour it over ice, shake it, pour it into a martini glass. If you want dirty, you can add the olive brine. I also just like having it by itself or adding kind of like a lemon garnish or a orange garnish to it because it kind of has this like orange bitter taste as well. So I really love that. And I forgot to add that into my gift guide because I thought that that was such a good gift to give someone like, you know, how you just give out mini gifts for the holidays to people you work with or to your friends when you go to their homes, the host gift, whatever. I think it's such a good gift. And I wanted to add that to my favorites. Let's test this out. A couple of other favorites that I have. I feel like there's an app I've been using lately. You'll know about my Pura. I'm obsessed. Oh, my Pickle. The Pickle, the app, it's the coolest thing ever. You can basically rent clothes and you can do it like in your area or you can do it through mail. And I've been seeing so many like really amazing holiday outfits. I thought it was such a good idea for people who don't 
want to buy like a holiday outfit. I've been renting out some of my dresses on Pickle. I actually need to go drop one off today or put one at a drop off point today. But anyway, I'm loving Pickle. And what else can I tell you? It's another favorite right now. Oh, my color science SPF. I wear this stuff every single day. I don't know why it took me so long to try it. It's like a tinted moisturizer and it just kind of changes shade based on your skin tone. I'm obsessed with this stuff. I have to use mineral sunscreens because I am allergic to chemical ones, which is like annoying because I want to be able to use like this face setting spray sunscreen. It's so easy to reapply, but I can't. So my color science, I love it. Also gives great coverage. So those are my top three favorites this week. In terms of content corner, we'll fly through this. So I've been reading or listening to the book Animal by Lisa Tadeo. And this was a recommendation from Emma Brooks. I basically, I did both of her recommendations that she told me about when she came on the podcast. Animal, it's a dark book. It's pretty dark. I would say there's a trigger warning for just about anything in there. And it's something definitely about feminine rage, like she talked about. And a lot about just depression, infidelity, death, a lot of sexual assault going on. And it's it's just really dark. So I do not recommend reading that if you're like already depressed or if you struggle with depression or if you've gone through any of those situations, anything related to those situations. If things trigger you easily, I would not recommend this book, but I do in my own dark way enjoy it. There's something about it that just makes sense to me, though it is so dark. And then something a little bit lighter. Iman and I have been sending this guy's TikToks back and forth to each other. We are obsessed with him. His name is Brett Neustrom. N-E-U-S-T-R-O-M. I think he's one of Becca Moore's good friends. And Becca's actually been on the podcast before as well. And I'm sure you guys know her from TikTok. He is fucking hilarious. He has Iman's exact humor. So I always send her his TikToks only to find out that she sent them to me prior. And it's just so offbeat and funny and just like in a weird way. It's so her. So I love following him. Definitely lighter, a lighter follow than the book that I spoke about previously. This episode of Note to Self is sponsored by BetterHelp. So I'm going home for the holidays here pretty soon and I'm getting a little bit nervous because there are a few gifts I have coming in for family members that are more like customized and I don't know if they're going to be in on time and it's going to be so annoying because I usually love to give pretty great gifts. I wouldn't say like elaborate, but like I kind of take pride in the gifts that I give my family members. We open gifts on Christmas Eve and my family, it's a whole thing. And I'm a little bit nervous about those gifts, but uh, I have been focusing and curating those gifts for a little while now. So hopefully everything will come together at the right time. And I'll be able to sit there and give my family members, especially my sister and her husband, their gifts. Cause I'm super excited about that. But whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, because I know some don't. I know some just prioritize hanging out together. My boyfriend's family is very much like that. They still give gifts, but it's not like as much of a huge thing. So whether or not your family does that, you get to define on how you give to yourself. I have found myself this holiday season really trying to indulge myself in the things that I love, give myself some time off. And I do think the holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, which I highly recommend, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. I have 
really, really leaned on therapy, especially through more pivotal trying times in my life. I feel like it's also allowed me to lay a great foundation for going through times like that. Stressful times like the holidays can be very stressful, getting the whole family together, dealing with loneliness around the holidays. Just there's so many things that I feel like are brought up around the holiday time. And I think my relationship with therapy has really helped me lay the foundation to deal with things like that. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash note to self today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash note to self. Today's episode is sponsored by Tacovas. So y'all already know I'm a cowboy boot fiend. From where I'm sitting right now in my living room, I can see six pairs of cowboy boots. Maybe I have a problem. I don't really know, but there's never enough. Maybe it's the Texas thing. I think it probably is the Texas thing, but I truly think cowboy boots are the easiest shoe of all time. I don't know why these haven't been trending like all over because I'm seeing all the cool girls wear their cowboy boots with their fall and winter outfits. But why were they not always trending? They're comfortable. You slip them on super easy. They're obviously, I think, cute. I keep a pair right by my door actually. So I can put them on if I like need to go to my car or like take the trash out or run outside for something. Like it's just like my go-to shoe. And if cowboy boots are on the holiday wish list, you need to be giving the gift of Tacova's. Tacova's Western boots for men and women are handcrafted from top-notch hides in a variety of timeless and fashion-forward styles. For example, I think the Annie boot is super timeless. I have that boot in a couple colors. And then the Abbey boot is more of a fashion-forward boot, in my humble opinion. Tacova's boots are handmade by skilled craftsmen in a time-honored tradition made to stand the test of time. A good pair of cowboy boots is going to last you forever. Okay. Trust me on this one. If there's a Tacova's store in your neck of the woods, swing by for Western hospitality, a cold one, a boot shine, gift wrapping supplies on the house. You can even get your gift custom leather stamped or branded. Plus their expert staff is ready to guide you to that perfect pair. And if you're still stumped, grab a gift card. They fit everyone. Start off gifting season on the right foot at tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Don't go gently, y'all. All right. So let's talk about why we've all why we've all gathered here today. We're gonna talk about enjoying the holidays alone. And by this, I don't mean specifically like I mean, this, it encapsulates this. I don't even mean like spending the actual holiday alone, whether it's, you know, Christmas, if you celebrate that, New Year's, Thanksgiving just passed. I mean, if you're kind of alone for the holiday season, I live by myself. So I've been doing a lot of holiday-esque stuff by myself and also with my dog, if you want to call that with someone else. But I... I wanted to do an episode for the girls who either live alone or people who might be spending the holidays alone for whatever reason. I wanted to give you guys an episode because I spent Thanksgiving alone. I was supposed to go home and I ended up getting what I think was the flu right before I was supposed to go home. And I just didn't want to risk it being around my family and being around my grandparents. So I decided to stay at home and it was as much as I was happy to be cozy and at my house and I didn't have to 
board Winnie or send her to a dog sitter because I was a little nervous about that. I definitely was sad. And I was trying to like evaluate the feeling that I had and why I was feeling that way, especially scrolling social media. And I realized that a lot of my friends actually were spending the holidays alone as well. Now I can go hang out with them because I was sick and I didn't want to get anyone else sick. And then some of my friends were supposed to spend the holidays alone and ended up like going home and surprising their families. But Joe also spent his holiday alone because it was just going to be easier for him in terms of like training and stuff. So Joe was alone for the holidays with me. And then it just made me realize how many people spend the holidays alone. I think it's more common than we think just because when you get on social media, you see everyone with their families and it's just like overload of family content or content with their friends. And people who are usually alone are not like not representing that so much on social media. So I think it it seems kind of lopsided. I mean, I know a lot of people do spend time with families and friends during holidays, obviously. But I think that it's more common than we think that people are alone on these days or surrounding these holiday times. And I don't want people who end up doing that to feel forgotten or like lesser than. I know there's a nostalgic element to holidays. I think that just give me, they make me feel a little more lonely, even if I'm surrounded by people. So being alone on top of that can be a little bit weird for me. I know I had Winnie with me, which was actually very helpful and not feeling alone. And I made a point to FaceTime with Joe during Thanksgiving. We did like a Thanksgiving dinner together because he was, like I said, also alone. But I, I understand the feeling of being lonely during the holidays when it comes to actually being alone on a holiday when everyone's supposed to be with their families or, quote you know, quote, supposed to be with their families. And I also know the feeling of being feeling alone when I'm sitting at a Thanksgiving table with my entire family. So I think that this could go for both for both of those experiences, I just kind of want to talk about how I like to feel warm and fuzzy during the holidays, whether I'm spending time alone again or surrounding the holiday season or if I'm alone on that day because I just experienced this. So basically, I think that spending time alone during the holidays and feeling good doing that is all about romanticizing the little things that you do, especially around the holiday season. It's so easy to romanticize life when it comes to this time of year. And there's a bunch of little things that I do day to day living alone that makes me excited for the holidays and the new year, but they can be kind of corny, but I kind of like them. Like I want to lean into the corniness just a little bit. Like everything feels themed. You know, I love a theme on note to self and I, that's how I do my life. Like just seasonally, we talk about this a lot and it's nice to romanticize little things and do things for yourself during the holidays because you don't need to have a bunch of people around you to celebrate things and to feel cozy and special and I don't know, like just warm and fuzzy inside. Another thing I want to lead with is if you're spending the holidays alone this year, I think it's kind of exciting to think about how even if you're sad and lonely right now, if you feel that way, one, you can romanticize your way out of it. And two, I know just speaking from experience, like sitting on my couch this last Thanksgiving, just sitting there and having like the feeling of like, I'm sad I'm not with my family, but also like if I was with my family, would things be going really bad right now or would they be good? I don't know if it'd be better or worse, to be honest. I romanticize it in my head that it would be better, but like maybe it wouldn't have been better based on, you know, past experiences. Sometimes Thanksgiving can be a rough time for a lot of people, I'm sure. But I know that sitting on my couch, you know, 
there are more Thanksgivings in my future that will not be me sitting alone on my couch. And it's kind of fun to be like, all right, well, this is my single girl alone, sick Thanksgiving. And maybe next Thanksgiving will be different. You know what I mean? So everyone's got, has their time in life. And this is my single, when I say single, I mean like unmarried, my single time in life to be living and not have like a full family to deal with and just have a cozy Thanksgiving with me and Winnie. Winnie's first Thanksgiving, you know, I was definitely romanticizing that aspect of it. So I think about that when I'm sad about holidays and stuff like that. I think about, you know, hope for the future. And it makes me kind of more enjoy the present right now. And that goes for a lot of stuff when it comes to like when I spent the last entire year basically being single. It wasn't like sad about being single because I was like, okay, well, like if I'm not single, I kind of knew Joe and I were going to get back together. If I'm not single at the end of this year, I'm just going to look back at this time and be like, why the fuck did I waste all that time sitting around moping and being sad about being single instead of just like worrying about myself and dealing with myself and living my best life. So it's hard to do when you, you really have to like get to Lulu about it, but that's kind of the way I've been viewing life for a while now. And it's working out well for me, not to say that I don't slip back and like get sad about things, but I always have hope for the future. So it makes me more comfortable in the present moment. All right. So if you're feeling lonely for the holidays, like I said, romanticizing is absolutely key. And the way that we're going to do that in the holiday season is we're going to set the vibe by ourselves. So for the girls who live alone, if you don't live alone, you can do this as well. But this is what I'm doing around the holidays to make myself feel special all throughout the day and make myself feel warm and cozy all throughout the day. So I did apartment decoration day this year. I actually did it right before Thanksgiving because I was assuming I was going to go home for Thanksgiving and I wanted to come home to like Christmas stuff because that's what I happened to celebrate, by the way. So I wanted to come home to like holiday season in my apartment. I got the tree. I did like garland. I have, I bought like art for my Samsung. I have the Samsung frame TV, the art TV. So I got art online for that. You can get art on Etsy, by the way, for that. And just like Google how to put it on the screen. I don't remember the exact steps, but go Google it. It's on there. That's how I figured it out. Anyway, so I organized everything. I set up everything. I decorated everything. I got new candles. I got like a new centerpiece kind of thing. I got flowers. I got the tree is like fully dressed and it matches my apartment style. So I wanted to go like pretty ham. And then I also have like my favorite, the firewood or whatever YouTube channel that I'll go on. So it's a little late. I mean, maybe it's not too late to put up a Christmas tree. They've got great ones at Home Depot for pretty affordable that are pre-lit and everything. But if you think it's too late, you don't want to waste your time. Put something on the TV. I feel like there's good options on YouTube for like Christmassy kind of like settings to put on. I know I did see some that are like cozy Christmas with the tree on them. So like if you're in your living room, just like put that on and you'll get your Christmas vibe. You don't have to do any decorating yourself. You just throw that on the TV and that's step one. Okay. We're setting the scene for Christmas or holidays, whatever. Sorry. I keep, I keep saying Christmas. because It's what I celebrate. So just input whatever holiday you want there. Okay. Oh my God. The, <laughs> I took it at uh, Zyrtec this morning and I did nasal spray and my allergies are still going crazy. Okay. Step number two, the cozy music. So for me, I'm not a big Christmas music person, but I like cozy music, if that makes sense. So I have a cozy country playlist, for example, on Spotify that I've created. If you want to search my name and search, or you can search cozy country playlist. I don't know how many of those there are, but I don't think there are many. 
they're very like I have like some folk style, like more Texas country red dirt music on there. It's a little more calm. I have great music on a one I call the quality country playlist as well. But cozy country, I really like. And I think that cozy country is it's a playlist that I like for people who don't necessarily love country music because it's a little grittier than like a I don't like a Jason Aldean or like like a Nashville kind of country vibe or like a popular country vibe. This is more I have some old school songs in there and then I have like the Texas country feel, which is a lot of like live music with just guitar and just like or really, really beautiful music happening. It's not super upbeat and a lot of them tell stories. I just love it. So cozy country. That's what I like to play during the holidays. It's not necessarily holiday music. Of course, there's a ton of that if you want to listen to it. I also think like a jazz type of music in the background is kind of holiday like. So anything like that, you've got your decor set up or you've got your TV with the decor on it (laughs) and then with your YouTube channel and then you get your cozy music going on. This is great if you work for home, by the way, from home or you're home during the, you know, afternoons or whatever, or the evenings when you're making your dinner or whatever that, whatever time you're home, I just love to have, I turn everything on when I get home. And it's working from home. I've got my candles going. It's been great. Okay. So the next thing I do every single night is I put on a matching PJ set. Now I've never really been a matching PJ girl, except for when I was younger and my mom like dressed us in those, but I went to Nordstrom. I bought a bunch of matching sets of PJs, super comfy. I bought some that are specifically seasonal and I love them. They're not like too crazy seasonal where it's like snowmen or something or like Christmas trees on them. But like I bought like a red set and then I have another really soft, I forgot the brand of it, but the soft set that has kind of more like winter florals on it, I would say. So I'm always wearing those when I'm at home. I feel like it makes me feel like I treated myself to something, especially if they're super cozy and comfortable. The holidays remind me of matching PJ sets. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I see so many families that are like always matching in the morning on Christmas. I don't know if I'm going to be like a matching family kind of person. Sometimes Joe wants to like match or coordinate. And sometimes it's just like a little bit too much for me. I don't know about that. But by myself, wonderful. Amazing. Matching PJ set. Amazing. Will I make Winnie get matching PJ set with me? Maybe. I would do that perhaps. But yeah, the PJs are on. Even if I'm working throughout the day, like instead of wearing sweats, I'll wear like the matching PJ set, which actually feels a little more like real clothes, in my opinion. All right. Another thing I've been doing is watching a movie a night. And I've been watching some holiday movies because honestly, growing up, I didn't watch that many like holiday related movies. I have a huge confession to make. I did not see Home Alone until like a week ago. (laughs) We just didn't really watch a lot of holiday movies. I watched growing up. I watched every Mary Kate and Ashley movie possibly ever. What else? I watched a lot of Disney channel, a lot of like Nick at night kind of shows, but I never watched like the classics. I feel like, I don't know why my parents didn't make me watch like classic movies like that, but we didn't. So I've been watching some lately. I've been also been watching like some cheesy new Netflix Christmas ones. And then I've moved on to just like watching whatever movie, but I like to sit down at night and like do something that's not working because I feel like living alone, I could just like try to be productive all day. Cause why not? And now I sit on the couch with Winnie and I drink my hot chocolate and I watch a movie. It feels therapeutic to me. Today's episode is sponsored by revolve. 
This is one of my favorite ads to record because it's literally the easiest thing I've ever done in my life. I have been obsessed with Revolve for years and years and years. They're just so easy to talk about. And many of you probably know that. One thing I love about Revolve, let's get this out of the way first, the free shipping and easy returns. I mean, iconic. It's the easiest place to shop online in my humble opinion. So lately I've been doing a lot of holiday shopping from like gifts to obviously like holiday outfits and things like that. And as the weather's getting colder, I'm also stocking up on things like coats and like warm, cozy attire, especially going home for the holidays. It's going to be a little bit uh, more chilly there. So I have been loving Revolve for all of this because you can shop everything from like fancy, cute outfits to like basics to like beauty stuff and like gifting and all of that. Right now, my favorites page is all like everything saved is like really chic, almost like old money looking kind of outfits like coats, pants, super simple for all pretty good price points, by the way. Some really great sneakers. I've been loving Bardot on Revolve lately. Good American is killing it. The selection on Revolve lately. I want every pair of Ray-Bans. The brand Helsa has me in an absolute chokehold, y'all. I, I mean, I'm just spending way too much money on Helsa stuff. Revolve Beauty has all of my favorite brands like Charlotte Tilbury, Summer Fridays. What I like is you can order this all at one time and then it ships fast. It's so good. They also have Revolve Man and they also have Forward, which is like Revolve's sister site and destination for all things luxury. So you can think designers like Saint Laurent, The Row, Miu Miu, et cetera. So I have spent the last few weeks really zeroing in on my Revolve favorites for you guys because I wanted to get a curation of things that I feel like all of you will like, that they're really in great price points, things from like coats to sneakers to accessories to beautiful like occasion dresses, and I've been working on it, and I'm very proud to share it with you guys. So Revolve always delivers with the hottest styles and free and fast two-day shipping and returns. So visit revolve.com slash note to self to shop my favorites for all your upcoming plans this holiday season. That's R-E-V-O-L-V-E dot com slash N-O-T-E-T-O-S-E-L-F. Today's episode is sponsored by Woo More Play. All right, guys. So Woo More Play is an all-natural sexual wellness brand made with only good-for-you ingredients. And as y'all know, I have been recommending their products forever. Honestly, since before the podcast, before I even started the podcast, I've been talking about this on my Instagram story. I'm obsessed. My friends are obsessed. My boyfriend's obsessed. It is a fan favorite. Okay. So my favorite product is the coconut love oil. It's an all natural organic coconut based lube with the absolute perfect texture. So it's not sticky. It's long lasting. It's moisturizing by the way. That's a little fun fact. I recommend using it for everything like foreplay, sex, massages, self-pleasure, You can even use it as a moisturizer in the shower. No judgment here. So I love that coconut love oil. And I actually have the little packets of them like literally to go. And I travel with them right now. My boyfriend and I are long distance kind of. So I will bring those with me in my suitcase whenever I go see him. It's like not a funny thing, but like it is kind of a funny thing that I always show up and he's like, oh, you brought your packets. You got the packets. All right. Nice. So it's gifting season, and I can't think of a better gift for yourself or your significant other than Woo's Luxurious Coconut Oil Lube. 
If you're in a pinch for a gift, Woo More Play is now available on GoPuff, which means you can get it delivered to your door in 30 minutes or less. We love that. If it's an emergency, you can get your coconut love oil. I order everything on GoPuff. And I cannot wait for my next GoPuff order because it's literally going to be like energy drinks. It's going to be like random grocery supplies, maybe some paper towels, my coconut love oil. It's just, it's great. It's a beautiful story to be told through my GoPuff order. So download GoPuff and search Woo More Play, then sit back and relax. Maybe light some candles as your order gets brought right to your door. The next thing, the next thing to set the stage, scents. I'm big on scent for my home. And I've already told you guys, I love my Pura so much. It is like a diffuser that just like plugs right into the wall. And I know every diffuser plugs into the wall. It just like is this little circular thing that you put on your outlet, basically. So you plug it in. There's no cords. It's not like this big hole to do. It usually, I think it holds two cents. All of them hold two cents and it's controlled by an app. So the scents I am currently doing is like a mint one for the morning and then one called pomegranate spruce, which I'm loving for evening time. And it's very holiday-esque. And then candles. I picked up a bunch of candles just from Target and stuff like that. Another thing I love to do is simmer pots. So you can find a bunch of these on TikTok and you do like, you could do like cranberries, oranges, cinnamon, cloves. What else do they have? like cinnamon sticks and you put them in the simmer pot on the oven and you just simmer it during the day and fill it up with water and stuff like that as the water boils out. But it makes the house smell so good. And I got these clear pots for my stove that look so chic with all of that stuff. And it just like looks so cool. I'm obsessed with them. So simmer pots are a huge thing, especially working from home. Like just imagine all the decor the cozy jazz music or my cozy country playlist playing in the background, the matching PJs, the candles are lit. Everything smells amazing. The simmer pot's going just even working from home in that setting feels so lovely. Also celebrating the holiday spirit through food. So throughout the day, I have a couple things that I do. I love, I don't know the brand of this, but it's like a, maybe it's Bigelow or something. The candy cane peppermint tea. It is so pepperminty. It's so good. I look forward to it every year. I love this candy cane tea. It's so, it's amazing. It's, it's bomb. So I'll have that throughout the day at night. I'm having my hot chocolate, which is actually this like beam hot chocolate. It is, I have the mint flavor right now. It's kind of, it's specifically for nighttime. It has like magnesium in it and like L-theanine. It is so good. My friend Sophie like forced me to try it and I ended up loving it. So I have the mint flavor. Like I said, I'll do a scoop of that in some almond milk at nighttime, heat it up obviously like hot chocolate. And then if I have the coconut whip that I really like, I'll put that on top, maybe some sprinkles. Growing up, we drank a lot of hot chocolate. So we had ice cream most of the year because in Texas it's hot. And then when it got cold outside, we would always have like hot cocoa and do like a full like whipped cream with the sprinkles and everything. So it feels like home to me to do that. And it's a nice treat every night. And like the bean one is like good for you. So I like drinking that one. And then also seasonal recipes. Obviously I'm loving a lot of soups lately. So I've been looking on TikTok for more seasonal recipes and I want to bake some stuff for the holidays just so I can like start practicing my baking. Cause it seems like a fun activity to do that seems wholesome and I can do it at home. I will also say my favorite thing ever for the holidays, my favorite baked good are those 
I don't know if they're like Pillsbury or what. Those cookies, the sugar cookies that have like the the thing. It's like a, it comes in a roll and it has like a some kind of picture or something stamped on it. Like it's a fully fake processed like dough that has like a maybe like a Christmas tree stamp or like a snowman stamp on them. I don't know if y'all are going to know what I'm talking about, but they are so good and I cannot find them anywhere. The second I find them, I'm going to buy like four tubes of them because they're so bomb. They're really probably not good for you on so many levels, but they're so good. Sometimes I just love processed food because I grew up that way. I think I just, we only ate processed food. Like we ate the shittiest, most processed food you could find. And I think I'm just like built on that. So whenever I eat it, I just, it feels like home. Like I said a million times, I had my hand almost permanently in a generic cheddar cheese puff, not bag, but like one of those huge tubs, you know? I feel like I spent most of my childhood with my hand in one of those, just like eating, eating. I just love cheese puffs. I am a cheese puff. I was made from them. So anything processed sugar, I'm probably going to like. I'm I'm a big fan. I've been trying to wean myself off for 10 years now, and I still, my body still loves it. It doesn't forget. You know what I mean? All right. Next, the next thing I do, the next thing I, I think you should do by yourself if you're alone is going to a fancy neighborhood and walking around, doing your hot girl walk somewhere specific, even if you have to drive there first. So I've been doing this just walking around Beverly Hills because Rodeo Drive right now, stunning, beautiful all the time, but right now, so cute. So I'll walk there. I walk Winnie in the mornings usually around Beverly Hills. And it's really cute during the day even. When I was in Scottsdale, we walked around this really nice neighborhood at night with all like the beautiful lights and everything. So go somewhere that's like festive and fun. You can get your morning coffee. It's like warm and cozy and walk around to your hot girl walk somewhere intentionally holiday-esque that feels fun to get yourself in the spirit. And then also I wanted to say, like I said before, lean into the cheesy stuff. Even if you're alone, leaning into the cheesy things is fun. I mean, I bought me and Winnie stockings. I don't even know if I'm going to fill them. I just like the way they look on my little bookshelf thing that I have. I'm doing the weird, the cheesy candy cane tea. I'm doing the hot chocolate. I'm watching the movies. I'm setting like I'm walking in my apartment and turning my Christmas tree on. Even though it's just me, I'm wearing my cheesy pajamas. I think it's fun. And I don't know if this is me just getting older and being like cheesy stuff is fun. That's I don't care if everyone thinks it's cheesy, but maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm just I love the cheesy. I love the cheese ball. I'm not that way with relationship stuff yet. I don't know if I'm ever going to be, but when it comes to holidays, that's when I'll lean into the cheese out to a certain extent. Okay. And then another thing that I've done this year to make me feel a little bit less alone around this holiday season, because again, for me and my whole family is always together in general, but especially around now they have my niece, they're going to do like the Christmas hay rides and the, you know, the secret Santas with my friends and things like that. And a lot of the time I'm just like, I feel like in LA, especially I have great friends here, but some of my friends, like they all live together and they'll do stuff together, but I'm living, I live across town. I'm like, I'm not driving over there half the time. So anyway, I do a lot of stuff by myself in general. So for me, I did a thing with baby to baby, which is an organization I work with a lot. And I know there's the Salvation Army does something very similar. I think they have the trees and like the any mall or in any Salvation Army location. So I basically adopted a 
family and I went shopping for them and bought uh, their kid. It's actually, it was a baby. So I, I was hoping to get someone a little bit older so I could like do some fancier, like fun shopping because babies like don't know what they want. And on the list is like pretty straightforward, but nonetheless went shopping. It was actually really fun. It was a baby boy. I don't want to say his name or anything, but he was one. And I just went down and bought them him the list of everything he wanted toys wise toys for like this whole next year that he can use. So I think that doing something like that made me feel a lot more connected this holiday season because there are so many people out there who are in need at a time like this. And I would say I feel sorry for myself sometimes when I feel lonely, but doing something like that not only helps you feel more connected to someone else, but also into a family that, that, wants to celebrate the holiday season and be warm and cozy and they maybe can't afford to do so with their kid at this moment and time. It makes me feel more connected to just people in general, but it also, it really makes me feel grateful for my life, which kind of helps me not to feel as lonely because it just kind of absolves me from having to feel sorry for myself and feel pity for myself. And it just makes me feel better that I can help someone else and it makes me feel less alone to do so. And I feel like that's a thing in general, but I think around the holidays we have this whole, you know, spirit of the holidays. And I think that we can really channel that into helping other people. And that's so helpful to make you not feel as alone if you are going to be alone during the holidays. So let's talk about what I did the day of, just because if you're going to be alone on like, let's say Christmas or even New Year's, for Thanksgiving, what I did was I just did everything I wanted to all day. I laid down. I was sick, so mostly I was just laying down watching TV. I had a friend come over and walk Winnie, which was really nice. And then that evening, I didn't make myself a feast, but this is going to be my first thing to do. If you are not sick, if you're not feeling, if you're feeling okay, I would like lean into making yourself a perfect holiday feast for one, whatever that looks like for you. Or you can do what I did and order a feast. They actually had a couple things on Postmates, like a couple of restaurants were doing like a turkey day for one thing. I saw STK was doing like for 60 bucks, a meal that cost well over $60, but it was basically a Thanksgiving feast for one. And I thought that was so smart. I think more people need to do that. So you could order it like I did. I was feeling very lazy or you could make your own, which I think if I wasn't sick, like actually had the flu, or whatever I had, I would have probably made myself something like just gotten on TikTok, scrolled, found, I'm sure there's plenty of videos of like feasts for one. And it makes it kind of fun. There's something to do. You can listen to an audiobook or like a podcast or your jazz or my cozy country playlist while you're doing it with all of your decor going. I think that sounds so nice and peaceful and like you're taking care of yourself and still very festive. And then I think you should connect with those that you can via FaceTime, even if it's for like a second, just, I, like I said, I made a time with Joe that worked for both of us to get on FaceTime. Like we mostly do every night, but we made it like a Thanksgiving theme this time. And we both ordered our little feast and then ate it together. So do that. I had my family called Thanksgiving day too, went during lunch and I kind of sat there with them as I was having my little salad I had for lunch. And then I think another thing you can really do during the day, if you're feeling a little bit lonely on that day, as you're watching, you know, people on social media doing, you know, the family stuff or the friends stuff. I think that making many connections throughout the day is so important in general, but especially on days where you're feeling lonely and especially on days where a light is maybe being shown on your loneliness, 
So I would say one, reach out to people in your day to day, text them, say you're thankful for them, tell them happy holidays, maybe have a little mini conversation call if you're comfortable, if it's people you're close enough to, if you just want to say hi, I would reach out and put good out and and express to people that you're grateful for them, express to people that you want them to have a good day, because I think it can bring so much back to you when you do that. I also think getting out of the house, you know, having the many interactions that you do with people at the store or getting your coffee or on a walk. I mean, I have a gazillion of them now that I have a puppy and we're walking around. I talk to a thousand people a day, which y'all know is kind of my worst nightmare. (laughs) But it is nice. I do understand the value of those mini connections. And I think on days where you're feeling very lonely, I think it's good to go out of the house and just be cheery and happy and and make other people feel good because you're going to feel a thousand times better yourself. So that's for the day of, I would say you've already set the scene for the holidays and things like that. So the days that you're feeling ultra, you know, that you need to have just a little pep in your step or you need to feel connected, I would definitely go out of your house because I feel like you'd be surprised how many people also need to feel connected, especially during the holidays. I know it can be a pretty tough time and it can be a tough time for those of you not going home to see family or friends, or it can be a tough time for those of you who are going home to see family and friends. So I would keep this all in mind. This is kind of just my roadmap to feeling cozy and connected and happy during the holidays, regardless of if I'm spending them with family or not. And for my note to self, I think this week, as I have done my hard launch of my boyfriend on social media, I've mostly gotten really, really great responses. I'm going to say 99%. But even that, I do feel sometimes when I'm talking about my relationship, I do feel initially that I was almost like defending my decision to get back with my boyfriend. And we'll go over this. Like I said, I want to do an episode on this and I'm sorry I'm putting this off for you guys. I'm going to be honest. I don't think that I'll talk about this probably until like February because there's so much I want to talk about this month and next month. And also we just got back together like a month and a half ago, two months ago, officially, I guess two months maybe. Yeah, actually officially. And we'd been talking prior to that, but I want to be together for a little while And then we'll talk about the breakup. We'll talk about what I did in that time. And then my decision to get back together with an ex, just so you can know the context of why I decided to do this. But as I'm putting that together, because I'm, I'm always adding notes into a note for that episode, but as I'm putting it together, I want, I wanted to remind myself to not feel like I need to prove it to anybody why I made the decision that I made this podcast and how I live my life on social media is me really just going through my day to day and learning things, making mistakes, doing things in real time. And I don't always have things figured out. That's why this is called note to self. It's supposed to be me living authentically and how I live and sharing the parts of it with you guys that I feel comfortable sharing. And it's not about me proving to people that I have my shit together because I never claim to. (laughs) I don't fucking know. How many times do I say that an episode? But I, I want to remind myself every day and I want to remind you guys that the decisions that you make for yourself we all try to do well for our lives. We all try to make the right decisions. Obviously some of them are good. Some of them are bad. This is like the human experience. And if you like I did with this getting back together, have sat on a decision and really made a good one for what you think of like for yourself, I don't want to get caught in the, in the web of feeling the need to explain it to someone in that way. Yes. Do I want to explain my thought process because I think it's helpful for other people? Absolutely. But I don't want people to get it twisted that I'm trying to like appeal to the audience for the approval of the audience for my own decision. And I think that that's kind of what note to self really is all about is 
me living my life essentially out loud to the internet or whoever wants to listen. If you don't want to listen, you don't have to. If you do want to, you can. Mainly because I like to listen to people talking about stuff like this because I think we all live a very kind of similar life. We all have similar moments in our lives that we can all relate to. So I do this. I talk about my life in order to share it with you guys. And I don't necessarily need the approval of the audience. It's just me saying like, hey, this is what happened. This is what I'm doing. So I want to remind myself of that as I move forward in my relationship and as I choose to share, because it's so important to me that I authentically live my life for myself and then share it. It's not necessarily like I'm living my life to put on the internet and make a spectacle and a show of myself. I genuinely live my life and then I reflect on it and then I share it as I'm going. And maybe sometimes I'll make the wrong decision and maybe sometimes I'll say the wrong thing and that's just what's going to happen. And I don't need to prove to anyone that I have my life together or that I'm perfect or that I'm making decisions that are going to be great forever because the only vantage point and perspective I have of my life is right now and I'm doing the best that I can with what I know about myself. And maybe at the end of next year, I will have a completely different perspective on things and I'll share it then. But that's the point of note self is to kind of capture the evolution of things. And if you ever feel the need to like, appeal to your friends, appeal to your family when it comes to decisions that you're making in your life for you that you know right now are the best decision for yourself. I want you to like, I want you to remember that you don't have to do that. This is your life and this is your, it's your happiness and no one else is going to care as much or know as much about a situation going on in your own brain as you do. So I want to remind myself of that as I'm putting together that episode and any other episode that I do, I want to make sure that I'm connecting with myself And making sure that I'm not letting my experience be tainted or reminding myself that it doesn't need to be, you know, what everyone thinks it should be. I'm just experiencing my own life and sharing it. So that's my reminder of the week is to not feel kind of pressured to have it all together and, you know, package it all up perfectly and be like the most consistent person ever because I'm a pretty consistent person, I would say at my core, but I change as life goes. I'm learning as life goes. I'm learning through relationship. I'm learning through single life. I'm learning through my friends and things I read and learn. And that's what this is, is just the evolution of that. And I'm not the same person today as I was yesterday. And that's how life goes. And I I would hope that for everyone listening to the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And I hope you enjoyed this one. I'm so sorry slash not sorry, but kind of sorry for my allergies right now. I do not know what's going on. I feel like you can tell. My nose is so stopped up. I've had to stop a million times in this episode to like almost talk a loogie back here. It's just, I don't know what's happening to me right now. I'm falling apart, but thanks so much for listening. Please give us five stars on iTunes and Spotify, wherever you're listening. That helps so much. Y'all, if you would just take two seconds to do that, that would make my, my day. If you can give me that for the holidays, my birthday's coming up. So that's my birthday gift. If some of you guys could do that, that would be absolutely wonderful. Come find me on Instagram at Peyton Sarton and at NTS by PS. I'm also on TikTok and YouTube. And yeah, that's it. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank y'all so much for listening to today's episode. You can catch a new episode of Note to Self every Thursday. Please, please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the good stuff. I always want to hear from you, so please leave a rating and review if you have a sec. Follow Note to Self on social for all the behind the scenes action and more info about the show at NTS by PS on Instagram and at Note to Self Pod on TikTok. And I'll talk to y'all next week.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.